This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live. From the Rocket Mortgage Studios, whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Happy Monday to you. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. This is the start of the show. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I hope you had an amazing weekend. I hope you had a terrific Monday. And if you didn't, well, let me help you out, okay? Thank you so much to super producer and host, Dave Shepard. And thank you to everybody listening all over North America. You could be tuning in on the free Odyssey app. You could be locked in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You could listen on Sirius XM Channel 158. Or you can always tune in on a smart speaker. Just ask your computer, your phone, the speaker, whatever it is. Just say, hey, play CBS Sports Radio. And if you're doing that, we got a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about tonight. It's a jam-packed Monday. First of all, the New York Giants and Dallas Cowboys, they're, they're playing something that looks like football here on Monday night. The Dallas Cowboys currently lead 6-3. to three. Yeah, not a lot of offense here. Not a lot. I guess between Cooper Rush and Daniel Jones, um, yeah, not a lot. And Daniel Jones, by the way, he's been sacked what, five or six times already tonight. So uh, not looking all that great for the New York Giants in their, their offense. They're trying to put some points on the board. Obviously, uh, we'll talk about this. Dallas is trying to move its record to 2-1, and one, and the New York Giants are trying to move to 3-0 and oh, if you can actually – believe that so we'll keep you up to date on this game as it progresses obviously this is the conclusion of week three of the nfl season we had quite a few surprises last night or yesterday all day sunday first of all the buffalo bills taking on the miami dolphins that was a good game bills took an l miami came out on top the bucks is it really a surprise that the bucks lost to the packers i mean Tom Brady is trying to figure out who the hell to throw the ball to. The Raiders don't have a victory on the season. The Jaguars beat the Chargers. Russell Wilson still isn't finding all that success throwing the football around for Denver. Neither is uh, Jameis Winston. And then also, outside of the football space, media day. Today was like the first real kickoff for media day in the NBA. We had quite a few teams that got things going over the weekend and and on Friday because they're traveling overseas, the Hawks, the Warriors. But today we heard from people like Kevin Durant, 
We heard from the Boston Celtics. We heard from Zion Williamson, who looks like a completely different human being. So we got a lot to get into, a lot to discuss. Here's the deal. You want to talk to me? We have a number. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also contact me. I'm on social media everywhere. That is at JR Sport Brief. At JR Sport Brief on all social media. Before we dive into the football, before we get into some of the, the comments on basketball, Shep, how was your weekend, man? Did you watch any of these games? Oh, yeah, absolutely, JR. And and just like you said, man, uh, the Miami Dolphins, you talk about surprising teams. I know you're going to hit on this. I never would have anticipated you talk about all that talent in the AFC East, and it's the Miami Dolphins that are the team that are 3-0 and and look like they're just scratching the surface. Yeah, I mean, well, you think about how the Miami Dolphins were able to end last season, uh, certainly on the up-and-up with Brian Flores. The defense really started to, to take control, and here now with new head coach Mike McDaniel, They've been able to move the offense in a different direction, especially with Tua Tonga-Valoa having the threat of a Tyreek Hill there as well. And so we're going to get into all of the games, but but let's go ahead and start there because that was the game that I watched. Uh, thank God, thank you, NFL Sunday Ticket. They didn't, you know, crap the bed this time. I was able to actually watch the football game in the Bills. They lost to Miami. They lost to those Dolphins 21-19. to Josh Allen statistically had another amazing game, 400 yards, two touchdowns. But this was a close one. It came down to the wire. The Buffalo Bills are trying to stay in the game. They're trying to come back and, and win on top. Josh Allen basically takes the Bills on an eight-minute drive. They can't convert a fourth down. And it's just like, okay, this game is over. Miami's going to get the ball back. They're going to be able to get a couple of first downs and run out the clock, and that will be all she wrote. It's not what happened. Miami couldn't do a damn thing. Miami attempted to punt the football in their own end zone, and it was blocked by their own offensive lineman into his ass. Yes, this was the... What did they call it, Shep? The butt punt? Is that what they called it? You would be correct, and Mark Sanchez is now off the hook. And Mark Sanchez even had some some fun about it. He said, y'all are out here stealing my thunder. The Miami Dolphins were trying to just advance the football, just to run clock. Their punter ended up punting the ball into one of his own teammates' ass. Or asses. Is it ass or asses? Is it plural, Shep? I believe we're going to go with the singular term ass. Yeah, he punted the ball into his own guy's ass. It was a safety. Buffalo gets the ball back. It's 21-19 to at this point. Buffalo has the rock. They're driving the ball down the field. They're trying to get the ball into field goal range. It didn't work. One of the final passes goes out to Isaiah McKenzie. He's about three yards away from the ideal spot. And instead of just trying to run out of bounds, he's, he's trying to get extra yardage for the kicker. And they couldn't get back to the line of scrimmage. That's all she wrote. 
the Miami Dolphins win at the end of the game because Buffalo couldn't couldn't set the ball down for a field goal, couldn't spike it to, to kick it through the uprights. The Bills, their record is now 2-1. and one. Miami, they are at the top of the AFC East. They have a record of 3-0. and oh. Miami has been rolling. And so the Buffalo Bills, we got uh, quite a few visuals out of that game yesterday. Offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey absolutely losing his mind in the coach's booth. This went viral. I tweeted it out. He's ripping up his papers. He's throwing the papers away. He's just, he's upset that they didn't get that final play in. And so head coach Sean McDermott, he talked after the game, and this is what he said that they learned, what he learned from the team about their effort after the yell. That was a heck of an effort. Um, never want to come up short. There's no, there's no, uh, you know, ribbons for for second place, and they know it. They know it. So, uh, you know, we go back. We learn from this, and and I think we did. I think we'll learn things that we're really good about today. Uh, one of those is the guts and heart and the intangibles of our football team, and I think we'll learn some things that weren't very good today. Yeah, nobody's gonna go 17 and 0. Come on now, you gotta lose sometime. How many people called me over the past several weeks and just crowed about Buffalo? I did too. I'm not changing my mind because they lost to the Dolphins. This is the same Buffalo Bills team that beat Los Angeles to start the year off, smoked them 31-10. This is the same team that beat up on the Titans 41-7. And then you got the Buffalo Bills. I mean, damn it, they're... Their defensive backs are broken, they're hurt, and they played another good team in Miami. And this time they came out on the the short end of the stick. And so there's no reason to be overly alarmed about Buffalo losing a game. It's going to happen. They didn't lose to no bum-ass squad. They lost to a legitimate team here. Even though it took a little bit of a, you know, uncommon instances. Like a butt punt. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver now for the Miami Dolphins. This is his thoughts on what took place and knowing that because of a butt punt, we did give Buffalo another chance to potentially score. This is what Tyreek Hill had to say. I've never seen a butt punt before, man, but I'm sure, you know, you know, Trent is very like he's very smart you know like um so for him just to come to the sideline you know take ownership and all of that you know says exactly you know what kind of player he is you know so he's going to go into the film room he's going to correct it you know and next time he's going to catch it with his butt cheeks because he got strong butt cheeks oh that's it's nice uh, catch the ball with your butt cheeks strong butt cheeks okay not something that I look forward to uh, seeing at an NFL game, but okay, if uh, Tyreek Hill says we can look out for it, then then certainly we will. Well, what about Coach Mike McDaniel? This guy is just riding high. He has started off his NFL career as a coach with a 3-0 and record. Miami, they beat the Pats. Miami, it took a whole lot of touchdowns from Tua In a comeback, they beat the Ravens. They just beat the Bills. And they almost lost because of a bunt punt safety. 
This is what Mike McDaniel had to say after that occurrence. I was very encouraged. I knew they had to go the length of the field, and I, and I knew our defense was ready, um, that they've been working for this for, for a long time, and they enjoy those opportunities. So um, I thought they were going to bail us out, and they sure, they sure did. Um, so that was pretty exciting. And the clock did too, but that's part of the game. You got to play the clock at the end of the game. Two-minute warning. Can you get down the field? Can you get your team set up for field goal range? All of that. It's probably good that Buffalo lost. Everybody needs a good kick in the ass to wake up. Everybody needs a little bit of an adjustment. Everybody needs a little bit of a wake-up call. And so I'm not overly concerned with the Buffalo Bills losing a game. Buffalo will be fine. Their next matchup, oh, this should be fun. Going to take on the Ravens. Lamar Jackson. Two teams led by two quarterbacks who are ultimately just trying to, quote-unquote, get over the hump. Yeah, like AFC Championship game, maybe a Super Bowl. I'd love to see it. Congratulations to Miami. They're kicking ass. And the Bills, they will be fine. That game took place earlier on, and the game that took place in the afternoon also involved uh, two teams, or at least two quarterbacks, who know what a championship looks like. That's Tom Brady. He knows what all the championships look like. And that's Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. The Bucks, they lost down in Tampa, 14-12. to Let me save you some time here. The Buccaneers couldn't, they couldn't put a score up to save their damn lives. It wasn't until late in the game that Tom Brady was able to go out there and throw a TD. It's reminiscent of taking on the Saints. It's taken forever. Aaron Rodgers, he threw two touchdowns. And I guess this is not really a surprise when when Tom Brady's major weapons are gone. Mike Evans suspended because he wanted to fight with Marshawn Lattimore. Godwin coming back from a blown out knee, now unfortunately dealing with a hamstring. It's a bad situation for Tom Brady. And oh yeah, Julio Jones. Julio Jones just needs, he needs new legs. It's unfortunate. There's no time machine to throw us back into Julio Jones in his prime. Doesn't matter if Tom Brady wanted him or not. This is what you have it. Buccaneers added Cole Beasley to look for a little bit of offensive help as they move on into the future. And so the Bucks lose to the Packers. And meanwhile, the Packers, uh, at least Aaron Rodgers, he feels good about himself with his new young weapons, can go out there and say that they're learning, that they're progressing. Tom Brady, despite all the missing pieces, he still has high expectations. He says, our group, the offense as a whole, we need to do better. Too many plays where we are behind the sticks and not good on third down and penalties, turnovers, missed opportunities. And, you know, defense played great. We got to play better on offense. We got to do a lot better job. We haven't scored many points all season. So three games, we got to get a lot better. Listen, Tampa Bay's defense has been holding them down. Both Green Bay and Tampa now sit 
at two and one. Tampa obviously had a chance to go three and zero, but they they go ahead and, and drop this game. And Tom Brady's also smart. He understands that it is just a game, singular, one. Take a listen. We're two and one. There's a lot of football left. Um, we'll keep working at it, and um, doesn't get any easier next week going up against the Chiefs, but. You know, no one feels sorry for us, nor should we. We just got to go back to work. you damn right, Tom Brady. Ain't nobody feels sorry for you, Tom. What are we feeling sorry for you for? I mean, besides this personal stuff, we have no idea what's going on there. And speaking of the Bucs, it's, it's not going to be easy preparing for their next game against the Chiefs because there's a hurricane, Hurricane Ian is getting ready to swing up towards Tampa. And so the Buccaneers, they are moving down to Miami to prepare for the next game. It's not going to be easy. And so whether it's on-field injuries, whether it's personal life, or whether it happens to be uh, nature or act of God, things are not going to get any easier here for Tampa Bay. And so you can look at Sunday, you can look at the entire slate of games, and we're going to talk about a lot of them. The Bills lost. Super Bowl contenders. The Bucks lost. Sure, you got Tom Brady. I'll call you a, a Super Bowl contender. Tom Brady said it perfectly. It's just one game. Nothing wrong with taking an L. Just so you could... uh you know, learn from your mistakes and be better in the long run. I think that's where the Bills are and the Bucks. I think it's just a matter of health. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Bills are not done. The Bucks are not done. But the NFL has traditionally done something once a year. I'm happy to tell you that the Pro Bowl is done. We're going to talk about that on the other side. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk to Pro Bowl. We'll get into the Raiders, the Jags, the Dolphins. I'll even tell you who just scored a touchdown here on Monday Night Football. It's the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know what happens on Monday in September. It's NFL football. Yeah, Monday night football. The New York Giants are hosting the Dallas Cowboys right now. And it wasn't too long ago that I told you that the Giants and Cowboys were attempting to play NFL caliber football, and it looks like we've we've had a score, and then we might actually have another one. Right before we went to break, the New York Giants were able to uh, they were able to put some points on the board. Saquon Barkley, a 36-yard rushing touchdown. The New York Giants go ahead and currently take the lead, have the lead. 
13 to 6. But at this current minute, as I talk to you, as I watch the game, the Dallas Cowboys have entered into the red zone. So the Dallas Cowboys are trying to put some points on the board themselves. Uh, less than two minutes here left in the third quarter. And they are uh, first and goal, and they're trying to kind of punch the ball in. So obviously we'll keep you up to date with the New York Giants and Dallas Cowboys as they continue on with their game. But to open up the show, I wanted to step into the world of reality for people not to overreact to both the Buffalo Bills losing and also uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They both lost. The Bills lost to Miami. The Bucks lost to the Packers. And you're going to have people who jump off the ship, which I think is a terrible idea and a terrible thing because it's one game and it's not over. And we're going to get into some of these other football games and we're going to talk about NBA Media Day. But I do want to tell you about something that is done, that is cooked, that is complete. It's the NFL Pro Bowl. It was some of the first news to drop earlier today. The Pro Bowl is done. The all-star game for the NFL, which is not an all-star game, which is basically a bunch of millionaires and some of the greatest players playing patty cake, is is done. The Pro Bowl is going to be replaced with week-long skills competitions and a flag football game. Peyton Manning is going to help you know, lead the way his production company, Omaha Productions, will participate in this. The Pro Bowl is cooked. It got started in 1951. And I don't know if I want to call this an advancement. It's now the Pro Bowl games. It's going to take place in Las Vegas. The flag football game will take place at Allegiant Stadium. Peyton Manning will help things out. And I got to tell you, this is basically what we've gotten already. Ain't nobody out there playing. Nobody's trying to get hurt, playing at full tilt. There's no way in hell that you can have an all-star game for Major League or not Major League Baseball. That's a whole separate situation. But you can't have a an all-star game for the NFL in the middle of the year. And so by the time you get all these stars together, the ones that actually participate, man, the ones who aren't going to the Super Bowl, which is the majority of them, they're on vacation already. Who the hell is trying to get hurt after the season heading into the off year? It's not like they're making additional money or, or getting additional funds that's going to break the bank. And so it's taking a long time. But the Pro Bowl is done. It should have been done years ago. And now they want to play games? Well, now we'll, we'll see how that goes when you don't have guys who, who want to race and, and go full tilt in a race or give a damn about a passing competition. Like there is zero way to make the Pro Bowl interesting and going to the Pro Bowl games. It's not going to make too much of a difference. I'm pretty sure I'm going to see and, and talk about it because, damn it, I got no choice. I have to. But I got no interest in no Pro Bowl games. I mean, we've seen some of these mini games. Tyreek Hill raced Micah Parsons, and we're supposed to believe that Micah Parsons would, would beat Tyreek in a 40-yard dash? Like, cut it out. 
But something is better than nothing. And the Pro Bowl games is better than us kind of masquerading the Pro Bowl out there like it's a a legitimate football contest. We know it's crap. Not worth anybody's time. Shep, Pro Bowl is done. Do you even care? Did you watch? Uh, no, no. I, I mean, when we think of the All-Star Game in baseball, we think of Barry Bonds. You know, you've alluded to it many times on your show, uh, getting robbed by Torrey Hunter. We think of Ray Fossey, um, you know, getting knocked over, barreled over by Pete Rose. And when you think of the NBA All-Star Game, you think Kobe, Michael, 98 MSG. JR, for the life of me, and, and football has been America's game for God knows how long. I'd say 40, 50 years at this point. I can't tell you one single high. Okay, one exception. The Sean Taylor hit. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's it. That's the only thing I can think of. In a Pro Bowl. In, in, in a 60-year game history of the Pro Bowl. That's it. And, and JR, this is all about this is all about money. It doesn't, it doesn't sell. It doesn't advertise properly. And the reality is when you're now going to what looks like to be more than 17 games sooner than later, this is for the safety of the players, the right decision without question. Oh, absolutely. And, and you just said it. There is, there's no standout moment in the Pro Bowl. This game ends up being a blowout almost every year. The AFC smacks up the NFC by the score of, I don't know, let's throw an arbitrary number out there, of 40 to 35 or 40 to, I don't know. It don't matter. The game sucks. Boring. These games used to be like a free trip for the players to go to Honolulu with their families. And then they stopped playing. And NFL is like, I'm not. Not sending a hundred plus players out to Honolulu to take their families on vacation. They so they cut back. They went to Orlando and then they went to Vegas, and they said these guys still aren't playing. And so we have slowly seen the the, the this Pro Bowl just go just down the toilet, as it should. It's a crap game, and the toilet is where it belongs. I don't know if flag football <laughs> and Pro Bowl games are going to make too much of a difference. Got a quick idea, Jay. I want to run by you. It's a Pro Bowl idea. It's a it's a it's a it's a celebration of football idea, and it scratches an itch that a lot of people have had for a long time. Scratching take, scratching uh, itches is pretty good. Go ahead. Take the top team in college football. Oh no! Have them? Oh, you already know I'm going with this. No, no, keep going. Have Go them play, and I understand. You know, you have bowl games that come into factor in the in the in the college national you know championship game. I get all that, but figure out a way to get the team that wins the national championship, the Alabamas of the world, and have them play against what looks like uh, you know it's not going to be Jacksonville this year, thank God, but play them <laughs> against the worst team in the NFL. I think a lot of people would be fascinated by that. So you want to insult the worst NFL team in the league. Yeah. And you want the worst NFL team in the league to obliterate uh, young men. I, w- I was going to call them children, but <laughs> right. that, that'd be a little too much. You, you want to see blood. No, I, I want to see an, an, an age-old debate be settled <laughs> once and for all. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Now, the NBA is a little different because – you know, the NBA, you know, you see the best guys all the time in college, the Adam Morrisons of the world, Jimmy Fredettes. They don't last sometimes more than two, three years, you know. But in the NFL, it's pretty much a lock when you're picked in the top five, top ten, and you're a non-quarterback player. 
you're going to have a very prolific NFL career. I'd love to see that once and for all. I think a lot of people would tune into that, JR, more so yeah. than the skills competition yeah. thing they're talking a, about. A lot of people would, but it's just it's like let's get grown-ass men to play adolescence and watch them be destroyed. I don't know about the destroyed part. Oh, kill him. But that, so it, we would settle that once and for all. I, I know where you stand uh-huh. on that, but you, you're, you're, you're certain that if, I mean, I mean, JR, I mean, so again. So if we took, so let's, let's go by this, right? Yes. If we took, just, just for all uh, sakes and purposes, if we took the Jacksonville Jaguars, just like today, right now. Right. And they actually won a football game yesterday. Congratulations <laughs> it, to them. They beat the Chargers. In convincing fashion, mind nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert was running around with like half a lung and a rib. But anyway, we'll we'll talk about that. If we took the Jacksonville Jaguars today and said, go ahead and play, I don't know, play the Bulldogs. Jacksonville Jaguars would whoop that ass, man. There were five guys on defense alone that got drafted in the first round. Yeah, on, that, but, on that defensive unit of Kirby Smarts. Yeah, but there's still – well, we're not talking about five guys. Right. Shout-outs to the burger people. You ever had them burgers, Chap? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to avoid that right now because I'm putting on too much belly fat, but I've had it in the past, and it's delicious. Yeah, them five – shout-outs to five Thanks guys. Thanks for making me hungry, JR. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. It's not just the five guys from Georgia, the Kobe Deans, et cetera. No. I'm talking about the whole roster, the defensive line. The offensive line. These poor guys would be annihilated. Annihilated. There's nothing there's nothing doing. It's no different and people joke about it. What's a bad NBA team? You you want to take the magic? Rock I I would say Rockets are even worse right now. Oh, let's take the Rockets. Yeah. And let let them play against, I don't know, fill in the team. Any college team. I mean, they, I mean, UNC, UNC's been pretty. They they had a hell of a run last year. Yeah, Duke's with Hubert, they're gonna get right. wiped. They're gonna get waxed. These college kids can't play with pros. They they're not ready. Not even physically. It's like grown man strength. Like it it exists. Yeah, but Jr. I mean, you you've know this game so well. I mean, you do have. I, I mean, Lou Alcindor was an exception, obviously, and then later sure. on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, Kareem was the best player from day one. When right. he entered the NBA, and you can say for Zion Williamson, now he, clearly he was never as good as LeBron his rookie year, and, and and those guys of that nature. But Zion Williamson from day one was a top fifteen NBA player, right? And imagine if he came in like with Willie yeah. Green as his head yeah, coach his first year. Those are individual talents. Talking about the team, you still got to go out there and have four of the guys with you in the case of basketball. In the game of football, you got to have 10 other guys out there with you on offense and defense, and it, it takes some time. I'm not disagreeing with you. It'd be absolutely amazing to see NFL players take on, I don't know, college stars or a college championship team. They would still get obliterated. It's just, it's grown men. It's the, it's the laws of nature. Maybe one game they'd win by mistake, but no. I'd go with the pros on that one. They'd be whooping that ass. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We just talked about the Jaguars. Yeah. They won a football game. They beat up on the Chargers. And then I want to tell you about another team. Damn it, they've just been 
They've been be- being beat all year. The Raiders don't have a victory. We're going to talk about it on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I love you, brother. Happy birthday, and uh, God bless you, man. I love oh, you. JR. I love you, man, too, you ba- Hey, man, you make yeah. my night, JR. You make my freaking night, dude. You don't even know. Oh, you thank you, know. Kevin. I love I you, bro. It. I love you, too. Not in that way. If I go missing, we know who did it, okay? Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, my birthday is uh, ain't nowhere damn near close or in the past. So uh, thank you, Kevin O. Anyway, listen, Monday Night Football going on right now. The New York Giants and Dallas Cowboys, they are tied at 13-all in the Meadowlands, MetLife Stadium, home of the New York Giants. And, uh, you know, we'll keep you up to date as that game progresses we've already updated you on on quite a few things tonight the bills and the bucks losing unfortunately we heard about miles garrett and his car accident leaving the the browns practice facility his porsche overturned and no broken bones so he appears to be uh, okay wish him nothing but the best in his recovery we talked about the pro bowl being done and one of the things that we did discuss Chargers, they actually played football, and they lost to the Jags, 38-10. to 10. And this is how I can describe things. Keenan Allen is still hurt. But then the guy who's hurt the most, his name is, is Justin Herbert. We know that this man has, like, fractured cartilage. He was asked after the game, how did you prepare, and... She's like, I'm not going to talk to you about, uh, you know, what I do to my body, which leads you to believe that, yeah, this man got a, he got one of those shots to go out there and play, and it's well within his right to do so. But there is no way in hell that the Jacksonville Jaguars are supposed to go into anybody's building and beat them. And that's what the Jags did, beating the Chargers 38-10, to snapping an 18-game losing streak on the road. Trevor Lawrence, I guess he likes football again. Uh, Jacksonville, he scored three touchdowns. James Robinson got the job done on the ground. He had 100 yards rushing. And you just got to go, wow, these, these Chargers here are in for another season like this. They're, they're, they're one and two on a year. It's disastrous what they got going on. And so there's always controversy when it comes to the Chargers in the end of a game. But this time, it's not positive reasons. Justin Herbert, the man with the the fractured rib cartilage, this game was a blowout, and he was still out there late. They were losing by 28 points. It's the end of the game. And Justin Herbert was still there. He didn't want to quit on his teammates. 
But head coach Brandon Staley of the Chargers, this was his explanation as to why Justin was still out there. That's a good question. Um, he wanted to be out there with his teammates. Um, he felt good, um, and he wanted to finish the game. He wanted to, you know, give our group um, some energy, um, and, you know, we were going to protect him there at the end with, a, you know, really sound protection as best we could, but, um, you know, it was more about, you know, him wanting to finish with his guys. Not a good enough reason, Coach. You're the coach. He's a player. What the hell is it? What, Justin Herbert, does he have a magical play where he's going to score, I don't know, like 28 points at one time? It don't work that way. This man had to take a shot, I'm assuming, to go play the game. The last time we saw Justin Herbert last week against Kansas City, the man was just writhing in pain, walking off the field in pain. the hell are you keeping him in the game for you the coach tell him to sit down you're done no more for you tonight what a waste Eight five five two one two four cbs paul he's calling from rhode island you're on the jr sport brief show thank you for taking my call commander jr i don't know what the hell is going on in the nfl but i'm gonna tell you if it keeps going this way nobody's gonna have 12 wins there's not just no way that's going to happen, okay? There's no way. I mean, you're talking about teams that are under 500 uh, in the past and now uh, brilliantly, miracle, uh, by a miracle, are just 3-0, and like tonight, yeah. okay? Uh, it, just, it, it just can't happen. These guys make uh, $50 million a year, and they're losing games. Away at home, in in, in the in, uh, in the universe, it, oh, it, it yeah. just can't happen. You're you're polishing the 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 fan base wallet, you know. And it's like okay, it's well, just a game. No, it's not a game. Oh, what is it's it? It's not a game because you are predicting what's going to happen in late uh late in the season, and it's going to be like a wild card game. The Raiders, the Lions, uh, um, New Orleans. Like, what the hell is going on, man? Like, this, so, is, this is insane. So ahead, are, you, are, are you upset that the, the postseason is going to be watered down, or are you concerned with the, the, the win-loss record in the regular season of teams? Which one is it? I am concerned in the win-loss season in the beginning. Okay. I know in the beginning – in the beginning, it takes a little while, but the right. way it's 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 activating, it's impossible to predict. As your team has a high market team to lose, this cannot go on. It's impossible. Yeah, well, it's 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 gonna go on, Paul. And thank you for calling from Rhode Island. I, I'm I'm a little confused by that call. You're gonna have some winners and you're gonna have losers. I mean, damn it, if I got to think about the NFL standings from last year, to, to be hung up on who is or is not getting 12 wins. Dallas Cowboys had 12 wins last year. The Rams had 12 wins. We saw them go to a championship and win it. The Packers had 13. The Buccaneers had 13. The Chiefs had 12. And we know that they started off like crap. The Titans, 
Yeah, they've taken a step back, if you ask me. The Tennessee Titans last year, 12 victories. And so is, is 12 the magic number to get into the postseason? Typically it is. But I, I'm not going to be overly concerned. Like, what are, we, what are we doing here? We did, yes, just complete week number three. There's no no major rush here to just you know, draw just draw ridiculous conclusions about what's going to be the whole season. Nobody's going to win 12 games. We're going to get crap in the playoffs. Well, we might. But can we get there first? Even the thought that nobody's going to win 12 games is just it's kind of odd in and of itself. Can can we play the games? I know Herm Edwards is is no longer uh, you know Sun Devils coach, but he said it the best. You play to win the game. You don't play to lose. And so when you have 17 opportunities to go out there and actually walk away with a W, yeah, the good teams they gonna they're gonna pick up 10 plus. Now we got 17. Uh, thinking about 12 is is ridiculous and sure. The pool has been diluted when it comes to postseason play. Sounds like every sport. Let's try to keep the fans' attention for the regular season. And then when we get to the postseason, we we have more games and inventory to sell to all our many, many advertisers and partners. NFL is like, yeah, let's just make more money, more playoffs, sure. More regular season action, sure. More money for everybody involved, even the losers. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. No losers on this side. Well, that's not true. That's not true at all. We're going to talk another set of losers when we come back. It's the Raiders. We're going to get into NBA Media Day. We got a lot to do. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) 